facts, Hercule. Facts. Nothing matters but the facts. Without them, the science of criminal investigation is nothing more than a guessing game. You listen to me, Hercule, and you will learn something. Now then. Don't let the ghosts and the ghouls disturb you. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to a new episode of Cinema Slab. I'm your Spring Queen, Anna. I'm your Gorgal, Hannah. And we are back for episode 22. And it's my pick this week. And I chose, I believe we talked about it last time, but we were on a week hiatus because I was on vacation. It's going to be A Shot in the Dark from 1964, directed by Blake Edwards. And it's the second in the Pink Panther movie trilogy, uh, the original Pink Panther the one that you know that um what was his name steve martin he did the remake yeah, he did the remakes mm-hmm. yeah that's what the new ones with him are based off of you know inspired yeah. by uh but yes and this was also written by blake edwards and none other than william peter Bl- uh, blatty who from you know the exorcist he wrote that yeah you were telling me that and i was like and i i didn't notice it until i watched it this recent time before we covered it and i was like wait a minute i know that name i was like what yeah you know and i grew this is one that i grew up watching because my dad grew up watching it and it was just so funny as a kid and it still carries over now and it was funny too because i was telling dad that me and you had watched it and he got a big old smile on his face (laughs) and uh he goes, what would you think? And I said, well, it has been so long since I've watched that movie with someone who's never seen it. Yeah. And you were rolling. <laughs> yes, I was. She got, she got so tickled. <laughs> and then it, in turn, it was making me laugh. Yeah. But yeah, I have great memories with this movie. It's definitely like a PG-13 fun. Yeah. You know, it, I think kids can enjoy it, but it makes them, you know, adult-like humor and, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But Hannah, this was a first time watch for you. So it was. What, what did you think right off the bat? So I have to say, when she first told me about this movie, I was like, mm, right? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, because you know, I'm you know, horror is my one true love as far as movies go. I I, I love it so much. So I was kind of, but I also love all kinds of movies at the same time. It really reminded me of, when she was telling me about it, it reminded me of The Private Eyes, Mm -hmm. which is a movie that me and Hunter grew up on. Um, It came out in 1980. I thought it came out, like, just the way it's filmed and everything, I thought it came out a lot earlier than that. And I was really surprised when I looked it up. But it has Don Knotts and Tim Conway. Yeah, Tim Conway. Um, yes. Hilarious. Like, them together. Like, Don Knotts is funny, but Tim Conway, <laughs> like, and you put them together, just the chemistry, and, like, they're in this haunted house, and, yeah, it's just, it's really, really good. So, when she was telling me about it, I was kind of excited, but then also just kind of doubtful that I would like it, but I ended up loving this movie. <laughs> Yay! Um, it was great. Just the comedy of it and just the the slapstick things that happen. Um, like, there's a few jokes and, and like things that go on throughout the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they're just so... <laughs> they're brilliant. And I mean, some people might look at it and say it's that stupid not fun but i don't know i like that kind of humor 
um, you know, where, uh, like, just for instance, there's moments where he's questioning people and he keeps asking them. He's like, sir, uh, what did you say, sir? And, <laughs> and they didn't say anything. What was that you said? What is it? I, I, nothing, sir. I didn't say anything, sir. Mm. And it just cracked me up. And also, even the mystery aspect of it, I really, really liked because it's like a almost like a who done it uh like clue i mean not not exactly the same like the same exact feeling as clue but it gives those type of vibes yeah, i think i would agree with that um so yeah i yeah i thought it was i thought it was great like it was a surprise for me <laughs> but I, I really really liked it oh, i'm so glad you liked it and we watched it together too and yeah like that I made said, it even was, better yeah she was just rolling <laughs> some moments and then i got tickled oh it was it was yeah. it's a great watch it's fun to watch with a group of people who you know understand comedy and have that same sense of humor yeah you know? But um, well, let's go ahead and drop the spoiler horn for 1964's A Shot in the Dark. Let's jump into our first and favorite segment. Let her explain. <laughs> Let her explain. For those of you who are not aware, Let Her Explain is a segment in which Hannah, the longest winded person ever... <laughs> has to attempt to synopsize whatever movie we are reviewing in 30 seconds or less. Okay, I think I got it. I think I got it, guys. Okay, 30 seconds. Here we go. Go. Okay, so you follow... So at the very beginning, there we see this house. There's all these people meandering around. You find out you're pretty much saying that they're all having affairs. Somebody gets shot. Then it cuts to your this Inspector Cluso. Cl- <laughs> Inspector Cluso, he is the person on this. They don't want him on it. He's crazy, hilarious. He uh, Maria Gabrelli is the one who's the we thinks the one who shot, but th- we're not sure. The whole movie is just slapstick funny, and at the end you figure out that it's pretty much everybody killed everybody. Nope, yeah, <laughs> I'll let you go over. I was listening. I have thirty three seconds. Okay, you got it. okay, we'll give it to her. All right, yeah, thanks guys, thanks guys. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that's definitely a good way to kick off a shot in the dark. <laughs> Hello, my name is Dum-Dum. I'm a bullet. <laughs> Did I scare you? I am a movie star. I play in this movie called <laughs> A Shot in the Dark. I help the brilliant Inspector Clouseau solve the murders. Here he is disguised as Peter Sellers. I gather the facts, examine the clues, and before you know it, the case is solved. is if you want to know who the murderer is you'll have to come and see the picture a clumsy inept detective is hired to investigate the murder of a chauffeur at a country home and this movie starts out with a very long extended sequence of this large estate and it's one continuous shot which i will say is impressive yeah so you're following all these different people who live in this home, and they're basically all screwing around with everybody. Yeah, everybody's screwing each other. Yeah, and, and, and they're 
a millionaire and his wife, Benjamin and Madame Ballon, Ballon, I don't know how the French yeah. say it. Um, Henry Lafarge, the head butler, and his wife, Madame Lafarge, the cook. Miguel Ostas, the head chauffeur. Maria Gambrelli, the third maid. Pierre, the second chauffeur, and his wife, Dudu, the head maid. <laughs> um, Georges, the gardener, and his wife, Simone, who's the second maid, and Maurice, who's the second butler. Yeah. So, it's a lot to go to follow along with. Yes. But some of these people are married, and they're having affairs, and some people are blackmailing each other, so... At the end of this long sequence, which I will say is probably my least favorite part of the movie. Yeah, when when we first started watching that part, I was just like, and again, I was like, "Mm." yeah, not a good way to. And then Anna was, she said, yeah, this, she goes, this part's the worst, like, she goes, this, in my opinion, is the worst part of the movie. And I was like, okay, well, if if Anna's saying that, then I'm not alone here. So, yeah. Like I said, at that point, um, at this point, I have seen it so many times, so I'm just like, fast forward this part. Yeah. <laughs> because it's the entire length of a song, which is probably like three, three and a half minutes. Yeah. Which isn't really that long, but it's long. Yeah. You know, for this yeah. scene, it just feels long. At the end of this long extended sequence... We see a couple run into the room, and you can tell they're kind of arguing where everybody else is, like, happy to see each other and kind of sneaking around. Well, then someone walks in the room, but you already see that somebody else is in there. So there's four people in the room at this point, and then you hear the gunshot go off. Bang, bang, bang. Yeah. And the next scene, we get Commissioner Dreyfus, and he's on the phone with his lover, and you think it's his wife. And then somebody, his, you know, assistant pages in, your wife is on the other line. And he's like, tell her I'm out of town. Yeah. So everybody, like, this is just a sexy movie. Yeah. It kind of is. Like, I guess it's because it's, you know, French and they're like, it's like the city of love and all that stuff. So yeah. maybe they're playing that up. But so, yeah, even he's screwing around on his wife. Well, his assistant comes in, tells him about the shooting, but he's shook. He's like, I don't, yeah. I, you don't understand what I've done. <laughs> and then he realizes, wait. Who did you assign to the case? And he says, Cluso. And we meet Inspector Cluso, played by the late, great Peter Sellers. This is probably the role he's most known for. Because he was in all the Pink Panther movies as Inspector Cluso. But yeah, he's great in this role. Just a Mm -hmm. bumbling, comedic. His heart's in the right place. Yes. And he knows, like, he's got that instinct that something's not right. And everybody else doesn't believe him because he's so clumsy and he's just so goofy. Yeah. But, so he comes in and he meets everybody in the household. And Maurice is guarding Maria Gambrelli. Yeah. Who's one of the maids who was the woman arguing at the first. Yeah. In the room when someone got shot. Right. And she woke up with the gun in her hand and the guy she was with was dead. Yeah. So they're automatically pinning her as the murderer. But she claims that she was knocked on the head and she was unconscious and she didn't know what happened until she woke up. But sure enough, there is a bump on her head because he keeps calling it boomp. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That was another funny moment. And he's like, oh, that is beautiful perfume you're wearing. So he's smitten by her. Yes. Totally She walks in the room like the little twang of the music plays. Yeah. It's like the world stops yeah. almost when he's he like, sees oh. her. He's like overly nice to her when he's there investigating a murder that she's like the number yeah. one suspect of. Yeah. So yeah, they end up taking her to jail. Yep. And uh, but through another set of comedic moments, one of my favorites where he's giving. They're both having a smoke and. He sticks the lighter in his jacket or his trench coat. 
and it starts smoking and he goes goodness it's a bit stuffy in here your coat yes it is my coat but it's on fire what huh? my coat is on fire my goodness i'm burning and he runs over and he's stomping Ooh. on it. Then Commissioner Dreyfus busts open and knocks him out the window. Yeah. Tells him he can oh go my. home. He's taken over. He's off the case. Yeah. And he's, uh, we see him practicing karate with Kato, his, and we think somebody's breaking in. We don't know at first that's, you know, his buddy. Yeah. But and, we got to talk about when he goes to get in the taxi. Cause they oh, know. yes. <laughs> when he gets knocked out. Well, the taxi already pulled up to the fountain at the start when yeah. he first got out. So he fell in, walked in, great first impression, meeting, you know. Work. He's soaking wet. Yeah. <clears throat> so the taxi pulls up and Cluso and, and Hercule, his his assistant, he's great yeah. too. Cluso treats him like crap. Yes, he does. But it's so funny. It he takes funny. it. Um, so he goes up to the taxi and he goes, back to town. But before he can get in the car, the taxi flies <laughs> And that got us. That yeah. got Hannah, and then that had me roll. And he just like, really? Yeah, but he's just standing there. And the taxi just took off without him. Oh my gosh, so funny! But he truly believes that Maria Gambrilli is innocent, and yeah. obviously, I partially I think it comes from him having a crush on her. But he also yeah. has that gut instinct. That's one thing about him. Yeah, even as goofy as it might sound. Because I mean, even in that situation, you have to think. Wouldn't you think it was her? Yeah. I mean, so yeah. Because I, she leaves a trail of dead bodies behind yes, her. Everywhere she goes. Because the next guy that ends up dying on the property is George the gardener because he taps on the window to the Monsieur Ballon, yeah. the head, you know, the millionaire, the owner. And he's saying, you know, I saw you the night of the murder climbing out of Maria's room. Yeah. So, and he's like, oh, you have sharp eyes. And so he's blackmailing him and he said he wants 50,000 francs for yeah. the groceries. Yes. <laughs> because he's a, gr- a hungry boy, yeah. pretty much. And so then Cluso's sneaking around the house looking for clues on the outside and he follows Maria into the greenhouse. Yeah. And she's got a pair of shears in her hand with blood on them and George is dead. Yeah. So she obviously didn't black out there. Girl, why are you grabbing yeah. a pair of bloody shears? <laughs> exactly. It's just going to implicate you even more. Yes. Because Cluso had already let her out once, and that pissed the commissioner off. He yes. Said, he released her. And he's starting to get an eye twitch. Yes, he's twitching. Yeah. yeah. It, it just grows throughout the entire movie. At his, at Cluso's quote, un, quote unquote, un, um, incompetence. Yes. But now <clears throat> she's back in jail because yeah. she's been accused of that murder. Yes. Well, Cluso also, he, he, Commissioner takes him off the case again, but then he puts him back on and releases her again. Well, and because the reason why he keeps putting him back on the case is somebody is calling the commissioner and requesting he be put back on it. Yeah. And we don't know who it is. Yeah. I mean, you you have hints a little bit throughout mm-hmm. the movie who it is. But, yeah, somebody is calling and saying, no, we want Inspector Cluso back on the case. Because I think and, he's a, a doofus. Yes, and he's exactly. Not, he's not going to figure anything out. Well, then after she's let out again, this is when they go to the damn nudist colony. Yeah. Well, whenever... Okay, so one of the... um, 
yeah. one of the running gags mm-hmm. in the movie is he dresses up as somebody yeah. every time she gets out of jail. The first time she gets out, he's dressed up like one of those French uh, people that sell balloons mm-hmm. like on the street. And so he's like watching her get out of jail and he starts like trying to go to her and he gets stopped by a policeman <laughs> and he says, sir, do you have a permit to sell those balloons? No. And then right to jail. Yes. Uh, he gets hey, taken to jail. That god awful police iron. <laughs> and you always see in the back of the police car, it's always the same shot. But when you see the back of the police car, it changes like with yeah. his costumes. So one time it's got balloons hanging out. <clears throat> and then the second time he's a painter. Yep. <laughs> So, but yeah, I, that was one of the, the gags that was getting me tickled. That was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. So, because I mean, he's a police officer and he keeps getting like put in yeah, jail, put for, jail for trying to be undercover. undercover. <laughs> he has the worst luck. Yes, he does. Oh, so funny. So then he ends up going to jail again, but this time yeah. with Maria because after he lets her out for the second time, she he follows her to a nudist colony. <laughs> yeah. But he doesn't realize it's a nudist colony at first. He walks <laughs> yeah. in and the guy at the front desk is shirtless. And he starts kind of like, he's okay, like, well, maybe you've been outside or something. Yeah. And then he, I think he says, have you been swimming? Yeah. And he goes, yes, how did you know? And he goes, it is my business to know. Yeah. <laughs> like, he always just comes back with funny little quips like that. And these great, like, I don't know how he never broke character and didn't just crack up. I know, me either. And so then he goes out to the next guy. And he tells him he can't go out there without taking off his clothes. And then Clouseau tries to arrest him for making lewd remarks (laughs) to the official of the French government. And he goes, and then he's like, this is a nudist colony. A nudist colony? (laughs) And so he ends up stripping down and he's always got like a guitar or a float or something in front of him. Yeah, you don't see anybody's. They always cover them. But I mean, you can tell they're nude, but they always cover everything. Like he's walking around and all these people are naked, but you don't see anything. Yeah. (laughs) Because they they perfectly like have stuff in front of them and yeah. Hilarious, and and this is a good time too to make note of the composer on these on all the Pink Panther movies, Henry Mancini. Oh, you know he was a real famous composer, and he did the Pink Panther theme song, and then he ended up doing a bunch of the other like Inspector Clouseau themes and stuff like that. Yeah, and that's what the band at the nudist colony is playing is like the Pink Panther theme song. Oh, that's awesome! And so yeah, so Clouseau, yeah, he worms his way through. Yeah, and he finds Marie. And about that time, commit the commissioner and the other cops are showing up looking for her, I think, or somebody. I don't know why did they show up there. I think they were looking for Maria. Yeah, I think, yeah, I believe they were. And then they find out that Clouseau's in there. Yeah. Because the guy at the front desk says, well, one of your men's already in here. Yeah. And he's like, who? And he's like, well, Inspector Clouseau. And then he, <laughs> his eye starts twitching yeah. even more. And then he says, when they get in there, uh, or isn't it because, um, isn't it because some somebody's been reported dead there, or did yeah, they? Oh fight? yeah, yeah, yeah. That they were somebody reported a murder there. That's what yes, it was. That's why they came because there. Because due to the head maid, yeah, was already at the nudist colony, and she's like slumped over, like she'd been. I think she yeah, was strangled that's why or something. Yeah, they're there. Yes. So she there's another murder from someone from that property. <laughs> 
that yeah. <clears throat> that's getting killed elsewhere. And Maria was there. Yeah, and so, Cluso was there too. I know, but, this time he was. But he did go up to the body. Remember, he goes up and tries to talk. To oh, yeah. Or something. And it's just slumped over. Yeah. And, he just, and she's like, Psst, Cluso. Yeah. And that's, oh, when yeah. Maria, that's when Maria gets his attention. Yeah. But I was going to say earlier, the commissioner goes, somebody's dead in this nudist colony, and I hope it's Cluso. Yeah. <laughs> so please, let it be Cluso. Yeah, he hates him. And he's really starting to get under his skin. And yeah. also, too, it doesn't help that these orders to put him back on the case are coming from higher up. Right. So they're not even really giving him an opportunity to kind of be a commissioner. Yeah. They're just overstepping and... I mean, anybody wouldn't. Anybody would think that Cluso would not be right for a job of this capacity. Yeah. <laughs> so with people this wealthy and you know and and well known in society, with and now there's three murders that have occurred. Yeah. So yeah. So that's getting under his skin too. Yeah. <clears throat> and then you include the way Cluso just bumbles everything. Yeah. He's always having a bad day. And he knows that he likes Maria also, mm-hmm. which, I mean, doesn't help the matters. Well, when they leave the nudist colony, they <clears throat> they don't have their clothes. Yeah. So they have to get in his car, and they're naked, and they end up getting stuck in traffic. <laughs> Everybody's honking. They both start screaming and freaking out, and then, cut, cut to the police the police cruiser and they're going back to jail and this time there's like four policemen on the back peeking yeah. in the back window <laughs> as they drove by uh, and then commissioner tells him he's off the case again and Cluso's like no you can't if you if you send Maria Gambrelli to jail you're sending an innocent girl to the guillotine yeah and even commissioner's assistant agrees after Cluso leaves he's like but what if for the sake of argument what if you're wrong and Cluso's right Right. because you really don't know that Maria did it it's so black and white it's too good to be true yeah especially from people with this kind of influence and money who can make problems like that go away or easily blame them on somebody else yeah so but he's not wrong and so the commissioner also agrees with him even though he hates it so that's even adding more stress to him yeah he's seeing his shrink and telling him all he's had is a bowl of clear broth and water since wednesday or chicken something. wing chicken wing <laughs> yeah yeah he's like and he's like i'm cracking up he's, and he's like there's no hope i must get rid of cluso and he's freaking out yeah whoever that guy is he was a great actor in this yeah uh, I'll have to, I'll have to look he played up. that part so well yeah i mean even though it was sort of comedic and funny uh, it, it was still like you know the twitching and stuff like that but it was hilarious i mean it was awesome yeah it was great i really liked him well after maria and cluso get out of jail they end up going to they have a wild ass night yeah dude. they do they know inspector cluso knows how to party <laughs> yes anna said that to me when we were watching it she's like dang he knows how to party <laughs> it's the first time i ever really t- you know took that into consideration i'm like damn this is a what? long day he's like taking her it's almost like he's taking her all around the world <laughs> like they're going to just like different yeah they countries. go to like this tap dancing uh performers type thing yeah show and they're and it's great i mean it's it's a good show yeah and then so then you see someone uh, like it, it kind of reminds you of an italian giallo with the black gloved killer yeah you don't really see who it is somebody is aiming uh, a gun yeah toward maria and cluso and because the tapping's so loud it's gonna mask the gunshot right well somebody stands up and gets shot instead of him yeah or yeah it goes through the glass and then hits the guy past yeah him. Well, then they go to 
the hula place. Like the, they're having dinner and it, they're ha- drinking oh, out of the coconut. Yes. And there's yeah, the hula yeah. dancers. Then he's got like a blow thing to, oh, yeah. <laughs> like a blow dart to take somebody out. That's when the guy stands up and takes the dart yeah. instead of them. Yeah. And to kind of start, you don't really know if it's somebody trying to kill Maria or somebody trying to kill yes. Cluso. Right. But then by the end, you figured out, oh no, this person's after Cluso. Yeah. And so then the third guy. Because I mean, I thought that it could even be the. This person's just trying to frame Maria. Oh, also, yeah. That's how I was looking at it. Oh, damn. Yeah, that's Until, a good point. I mean, we'll get, we're getting to it, but there is one part where then you see that they yeah. are trying to, yeah, kill Clouseau. The third place where they go, where's the third place they go? Uh, I just keep thinking about the- Oh, one. no, no, no. They get, they're getting in the car and the doorman gets shot. Oh, yeah. With them getting right. in the car. Yes. Then they go to the Cossack and the, yes. like, the dancing thing, like yeah. the Russian type dance. I don't know exactly what that's called. Yeah, I don't either. Well, they, at the end of the dance, they, they're chanting and then the person, whoever's doing the dancing has to chug this drink. Mm-hmm. Well, Maria does it first. Then we see the guy, the black glove, black gloved killer sitting at the bar. Yeah. And once we see that Cluso's going up next, that's when the guy puts the tablet in the drink. Right. So we that's when we know, okay. okay. He's trying to kill Cluso. Exactly. But he ends up missing it too because Cluso rips his pants. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to do it without any help and be like, no, no, I got this. And got that's this. not the first time his clothes have ripped his shreds. Oh my gosh, no. In the, in the interrogation room with Magria, he puts the key in the drawer and turns and rips his crotch out pretty much you see his tidy whities yes and maria is busted and that made me laugh even more yeah like when she acknowledged it and she was laughing and she was getting tickled yes oh that was great and him preparing too for her to come over and yes. not realizing she was there because yes. there was a whole scene where he killed her kill brought her in and but cluso was just every way he turned she was to his back and then he he was just rehearsing but she was following his cue and then yes. he turns around and points and she's there it was so great and he like jumps back because he ain't expected her to be there yeah oh but so before good. that he the blind flew open and he <laughs> flung all of his cigarettes up yeah. and he didn't have any that was another moment where he was like Oh my gosh. When I tell y'all this movie had me rolling. It, it did. Oh my god. It and when I say too. rolling, that's what that's our version of busting out yeah, laughing. Like just <laughs> laughing where you can't hear your laughing because you're laughing yes. so hard the silent laughs. Yeah. Oh my goodness. There's just there's even moments throughout it where you just snicker, you know, because yeah. it's fun it's just a good funny movie. It is. But oh. it is like the who done it, like you were saying. That's what that's what intrigued me. Yeah. You know, to start before even the funny, yeah. the, even even before you take the funny into consideration. Right. But at the end of this badass date they just went on where four innocent people died. Yes. They had a night on the town. They're both drunk. They come back to Cluso's apartment. Cato's there. They're trying to get sexy time on. And Maria's like, I've given up sex. And he's like, oh, no. No, no, no darling. No, yeah, darling. No, darling. Maria, my darling. Yeah, he keeps calling her my darling. Well, Cato's there, and they don't know it. He jumps in the bed, and with everything that's been going on, Maria freaks out. She busts a bottle over his head, and she's like, I've killed him! I've killed him! But in the meantime, Cluso had gotten a package delivered from the black-gloved guy. Yes. And it's a clock, a.k.a. a bomb. Right. 
And so he doesn't think anything of it. He's drunk. He's wanting to go yeah, have sexy time right. with Maria. He wants to get it in. And she's freaking out now because Kato's unconscious. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and she thinks she's killed him. And then Clarissa's like, nothing can happen now. And then the clock just yeah, blows up. explodes. And, and the, the band just goes... <laughs> Yeah, blows up. Like, that poor woman, you know, had to be traumatized. Yes. Do you think about it? All these murders happening. Even the four that happened the night before. But they didn't realize at that time. Because the commissioner makes note of it, you know, the next day. And yeah. he t- he's trying to, you know, close. I was like, I'll have your murderer by the end of the night. You know, I've got this figured out. Yeah. So him and Hercule go to the Ballon Mansion. And they're going to confront everything that, you know, he's figured out. Yeah. <clears throat> And he's, they've got it timed to where they're going to set their watches and exactly eight o'clock, they're going to turn the lights out. And that's going to be like a dramatic moment right before close over reveals who the killer is. Yeah. So that can give the killer a chance to scurry and I guess give away his identity in a, right. I guess in a way. Yeah. But then we have a great scene where they can't get their clocks <laughs> yeah. synchronized <laughs> and they, and Cluso ends up telling them just to count. And, you know, so he's down in the basement counting, you know, out loud while he's waiting yeah. to turn the lights off. But that's a great moment up there because Cluso's explaining everything, but he's just, all these rich people are just looking at him like, you are wasting our time. Get yeah. to the point. Yep. And he steps on the maid's foot. <laughs> she lets out the loudest Ow! scream. He was furious with Maria Gambrelli. He tore her dress off. He protested violently. And then, Ow! oh, my foot. Oh. I'm very sorry, I beg your pardon. You did not notice him. Excuse me. <laughs> she lets out the loudest scream. You idiot! <laughs> uh, yes! And he jumps back so far. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, ma'am. There's something like that. Oh, oh my goodness. Yes. Then he ends up doing it again to Madame Ballon. Yeah. She goes, Oh, you clumsy idiot! <laughs> And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Again. Oh and he's like, he's so jumpy, you too. Know, I know. Like, the scene in the beginning when he's first leaving and he bumps into Hercule and he's, like, doing the karate yeah. chop. He's like, you fool. Yeah. I could have killed you with my reflexes. Yeah, but what made it even better was you're not expecting her to just, like, bail her. Because it's, like, so quiet. And you're, like, listening because he's, like, telling. Explaining, yeah. You know, he's explaining how he's figured this out. And then all of a sudden she just, ah! <laughs> It's like Tom and Jerry. I'm so Jumps, like I yes, said. it scares him uh, half to death. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my gosh! Ooh, well, good. we see the black gloved killer show up again, and he's got a bomb that he hooks underneath Cluso's hood. Yeah. Well, we get a nice camera pan up, and we're finally revealed the identity of the black glove killer, and it's Commissioner Draper. Yes. <laughs> And that eye is just a going. Yeah. <laughs> he is fed up with Cluso. It never stops. I know it never stops. He's constantly blinking oh, that yeah, one. Eye. That is something he said when he's at the therapist's office. He said, "I used to have one good eye. Well, well, two good eyes, or something yeah. like that." <laughs> and he's just twitching away. Oh man. Oh god. But yeah, that was a twist. I did. I did not. I, I didn't either the saw first time. It. I kind of saw it coming, but then I didn't because I didn't think he would be 
I almost thought it would be Mr. Blonde. Yeah. That's who I was thinking. He's a commissioner. You don't expect yeah. him to do that. Because when he's saying, you know, in hindsight, when he's in therapy and he's saying, there's no hope unless I get rid of Clouseau. Yeah. I must get rid of him, you know. But you don't think of he's really going to go the lengths of killing him. Right. You just think that, like, as a job. Like, get him out of there. Yes. Like, away from, yeah. Reassign him somewhere. Yeah, not, like, kill him. Yeah. And so, yeah, I remember being shocked, too, the first time I saw it. I was more shocked by that than, I guess, the conclusion of who the killers are. Yeah. Because, and they did it so gracefully, too, because you're like, okay, well, when you start seeing the black glove killer, you're like... Okay, who can it be? Because everybody's in the house. Yeah. And then it shows commit. You're like, what? Like, yeah. It was, um, God, I just really, really like this movie. <laughs> it just surprised me. I, I just can't get over how much it surprised me. Um, I'm glad. But yeah, because also, like. It's a hidden it's gem. Just, yeah, and it's just like. I kind of thought it was going to be, like, really cheesy and campy, mm-hmm. but it's, I mean, it is a little bit, but it's, it's awesome. It's that's what makes it, yeah. It, it works. It works. And, uh, yeah, I just really, really, I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> and it's beautifully shot, too, was yes. another thing I wanted to say. Yeah. That also draws me in. If something is, like, just shitty, shittily whatever yeah. however you shittily would say made that. shittily <laughs> made um i don't i i can't get into it as much yeah so yeah it, when i when we started watching it and i saw how good it was shot i was like man mm-hmm. that that's awesome Heck so yeah yeah and even like i said too even though the beginning i hate it that whole sequence is one Once, continuous shot. Yeah. So all those actors had to be perfectly timed to get it, you know, and hit all their marks. Right. That was impressive. Yeah. So I will give it that, but... You know, once you've seen it a hundred times, you're like, okay, let's just get to the story. <laughs> yeah, and to just the, the actor, I don't see how they wasn't busted. Like I, I would just be laughing so hard. Uh, I don't. I just don't know if I can keep a straight face. We would be the worst actors, yes. the worst extras. <laughs> yeah. Like we would be giggling. Yep. I'd just be so excited to be there. I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, I'd be like I was in that horror Pictures, go, yes. pick. go follow me and her on then Instagram and look at them. Veins in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> like that was kind of the whole tagline of our horror hound experience was Hannah's face says yeah. it all. And that's that was really uh, that's a perfect description of our time together at Horror Hound. Yes, it was, dude. That was one of the best times of my life. That was so much fun. It was fun. Oh Lord. But yeah. <laughs> so we do figure out, not necessarily, we don't hear it from Cluso's mouth, but we, everybody starts accusing everybody. Yes. Everybody's pointing the finger and it's really hard to follow along with unless you're yeah. watching, but I do have it broke down here. So first of all, we have the affairs. <clears throat> Mr. Bilon. Okay. Uh, head Bilon, the, the dad or yeah. the dude and Maria, cause Maria was screwing around with him too. Yeah. She was getting around Maria and Miguel, who's the guy who got shot at the beginning. Yeah. Henry and Dudu, Dudu died. You know, she was the one that died at the nudist camp. Yes. <clears throat> Madame Bilon and uh, Henry, Pierre and Simone. So who killed who? Madame Bilon accidentally shot Miguel because she suspected her husband of having an affair with Maria and wanted to kill him. So Miguel was an innocent bystander. 
Alexander. Okay. She was trying to kill her husband gotcha. for screwing with Maria. Yeah. So Madame Lafarge killed George, the gardener, because he threatened to break up with her. Okay. Simone killed Dudu to eliminate her because she was in the way of her affair with Pierre. So Pierre was married to her, and Simone wanted to move in there. Okay. And then Mr. Ballon killed Henry because he was having an affair with his wife. So everybody was murderers except for the blackmailers. George was blackmailing Mr. Ballon. You know, yep, he's the guy that got killed saw. with the shears. Yeah. Um, and then Maurice was blackmailing Madame Ballon because she was seen. He saw her leaving Maria's room. Yeah. So, yeah, everybody was guilty of something. Yeah. Except Maria. Well, other than having an affair. Yeah. She she did not kill or hurt anybody. Right. And I like that you broke that down because that was so hard for me to understand. At well, the because end. it's very it's a very chaotic scene. And Inspector Clouseau, Peter Sellers even breaks the fourth wall and looks directly at us because yeah. they're all accusing everybody, you know, they're saying, What about you? You what about you and George? You know, and they're all pointing the fingers and you're trying to remember, well, wait, what was his name again? You know, so it's hard yeah. to follow along with. It's very chaotic. And even they kind of move Clouseau out of the way and then he turns around and looks at us like yeah. <laughs> like he was just frustrated and we were like yeah what's going on dude yeah but um so yeah everybody was guilty except for maria clouseau was right yeah and then hercule does uh dim or he turns the lights off yeah and clouseau, <laughs> goes, clouseau goes hercule turn on the lights <laughs> because everybody was fighting everybody at that point yeah. Well, then they all run out of the house because the power goes off. They pile in the first car they see, which happens yeah. to be Clouseau's, that has the bomb in it. Yes. Every single one of those people in that house piled in that one car yep. and drove off. And, of course, Commissioner Dreyfus sees it. And he's like, no, stop. And Clouseau's like, Commissioner, what are you doing here? Even he's surprised. And he's like, wait, the bomb. And then the car explodes. Yeah. So every <laughs> single person... Got, got killed. Yep. And they were, and even uh, commissioner was like, that was meant for you. And he was like, for me. And he was like, these, you know, six more innocent people. And he was like, they were all murderers except yeah. Maurice, who was yeah. a blackmailer. So even he was like, meh, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> just, the, just how easy they brushed it off. Yeah. Or he did. But then he realizes that, oh shit, commissioner's been trying to kill me. Yeah. And Hercule comes, he starts attacking their ankles. <laughs> like he is rabid yeah. at this. He shook and so just over Cluso that he has driven himself insane. Yes, he's he has. biting at their ankles where uh, Hercule gets him off and kind of taking him, you know, I guess putting him in cuffs and, yeah. took, you know, we're holding him. Yeah. Then Maria comes out and Cluso tells her it's over and they start kissing and then they hear, Hassa! <laughs> and what, for one more time for good measure, here comes Cato to yeah. interrupt the moment. <laughs> And then they plunge right back into that fountain outside the mansion. Yes. Again. Oh my gosh. And cue the credits and the Pink Panther music. Yeah. And that was a shot in the dark. Hey, Kato, he told Kato, you need to start attacking me. Yeah. When I least expect it. Yeah, because it was so funny because he was the one attacking him, but Cluso was training him. Yes. And he was and every time you would think he had one up on Cluso, Cluso would just get him. Yeah. Sucker punch every him time. in the gut, chop yeah. him in the neck. And he's like, by the way, Kato, you're we you've showed a very good workout today. Mass improvement. Every day you're getting better. And yeah. he's like laying on the floor, like passed out, knocked out because of Cluso. He always knocked him out somehow, yep. every time. Oh, man. So he got him one last time in the end. Oh, that was a great movie. Yeah. Well, Hannah, out of five, what did you think of A Shot in the Dark? 
I thought about this earlier. Let's see. I probably, I got to give it a four out of five. Hell like, yeah. I, I just, and the only reason I didn't give it like a five out of, it, it's just not, you know, it's just not my favorite genre of film, but I'm a movie, but it was, it was still great for what it was. And it really surprised me because I didn't think I was going to like it that much, but I, I really enjoyed this. Um, if you like slapstick comedy, you know, mystery, murder, <laughs> I mean, it, it's got it all. And it, yeah, it was just really, really, if you like running gags in movies, mm-hmm. it has so many of those. It, it, yeah, it was just, it was absolutely great. I loved it. Huge Yay. surprise for me. Yay. Great pick, Anna. Great Yay. pick. <laughs> well, I think I'm going to give it a 4.25. Okay. Five. And I'll start with the negative first. That's, like I said, the opening. Yeah. I think it's too long. I feel like this movie could be 15 minutes shorter. Yeah. And that would be I, the perfect. I feel like some scenes uh, could be cut down, especially their date. Like, yeah, like he can throw down. But that, yeah. that was just such an extended sequence. Oh, it was. Um, But other than that, there's really no complaints from me. Like I said, this is one I grew up with and I'll always hold dear to my heart. Yeah. You know, it's one that we always watch as a family. I mean, we found it on, I found it on Tubi. I told my dad about it. You know, this was, you know, I'd probably say about a month ago. Yeah. And he was like, oh, no way. Because Tubi, once again, coming in hot with like just the best, most random movies that you would never think they would have. Yeah. And they have. And he was like, oh, let's watch it. So we watched it together. Still laughed. Like, this is a movie. I didn't even take notes of the flow of the movie. Because <laughs> yeah. I've, I've seen it so many times that I just you remember just know it. it. Yeah. Um, but so for me, it's always going to have that nostalgia aspect of a good childhood oh, memory. And um, but I'm glad I could watch it with you. Because, like I said, it was fun watching it with someone who's never seen it. Yeah. Because it's been so long since. I can't even tell you the last person I got to watch this movie you know that i know yeah well hopefully some more people will hear this and be intrigued yes i definitely hope so because it's great yeah it's definitely worth worth a watch it is you know made in 64 so it's got that old feel to it yeah and it feels foreign you know because it takes place in france but it's considered an american movie ironically so that kind of gives a whole other aspect to it you know that everybody's like i said it's kind of a sexy movie because everybody's in love with everybody and screwing around with each yeah. other. But you don't see any of it, though. Yeah. Like, so it's very It's just PG. all implied. Yeah. yeah. And they tell, you know, of the course most at the you end. see is Cluso and her in bed together, like laying on top of each other, yeah, kissing. Just kissing. Yeah. It's no, no movements or anything yeah. like I that. Yeah. I mean, and then in the nudist camp, you just see like people's, you know, bare, but you don't see like anything. Yeah. You don't even boobs see or butt, butt cracks or, or nothing. nothing. Yeah. Um, like you mentioned to Hannah, the cinematography is great. It was yeah. a beautifully shot movie. It flowed really well. Even though it was a little on the long side, it still, I understand why they did it. Yeah. Um, so it made sense. But just for me, I was like, you know. Yeah, like, I do agree with you. Like, I remember we, we paused it or something for me to go. I, I was doing something. And I saw we had 20 minutes left. And I was like, dang. I think you like, made us some s'mores. Yeah, maybe. And I was like, oh, 20 minutes still? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, But, I, I mean, it wasn't like I was like, oh, I'm ready for this movie to be over. Yeah. But I do agree with Anna. I, I feel like it could have been shortened. Mm-hmm. And the, the first sequence was the worst part of it for me. Like, yeah. Even though it, was, it, it is really cool that 
it was all one shot. That was awesome. But just in the, I don't like the song at the beginning. Yeah, that had to, that had a whole me. other like French feel to Oh yeah. Paris. That took me out of it a little bit. But yeah, then, you looked over at me. You were like, yeah, and I was like, just yeah. <laughs> but then once it once it started going though, I really really enjoyed it. So yeah, so I think that's about what a four point one for us from yeah. for a shot in the dark. I mean, uh, like Hannah said, you know, there's no gore. You see people getting shot. It's all implied. Yeah. Like, even, like, Commissioner Dreyfus ends up stabbing himself and cutting his finger off. Yeah. You know, we forgot to <laughs> mention that, but you don't see it. You yeah. just see him bandaged up. So, everything's implied. There's really, there's no gore. Um, there's not really any language. No. I think this um, might be rated PG. Probably. But it's still fun for adults. And But it's, it's mature enough for kids to watch too yeah you know if you wanted to fast forward all the kissing and stuff i think a lot of the jokes would go over their head yeah but the funny stuff they would but the adults will get it and you'll it's hilarious yeah i mean even the opening there's the little cluso cartoons they were even cracking me up yes um those were even great i love that they put those in there so yeah this this movie was definitely a win like i said didn't think i was gonna like it for somebody who, you know, I could watch horror all day long. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we've been kind of... Horror has been what we've been reviewing. We haven't really reviewed a non-horror. Well, we've done, like, except, Twister. Well, yeah, we did Twister. And, I'm sorry. And I'm just meaning, like, the last few episodes. Because yeah. we did Fulci. Yeah. And then I picked Dog we did Soldiers. Tarantino. Yeah. We did do Tarantino before that. But I just feel like the past few movies we've watched. I'm trying to broaden your horizon yes. a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and I like it. I love it. Because I love all movies. Horror is just my favorite. Yeah. It, that's It's mine, but, too. It's like our go-to. Yeah. Like if we want just, something new to watch, <laughs> that's usually going to be the first genre right, we look into. That we pick up. Yeah. For something new or something we haven't but, seen. I have to say, Anna has brought my horizons a lot because every, everything she has showed me, I have loved. And I've given a chance because I trust her Heck with yeah. it. Because, I mean, she, you showed me the bear. I mean, all there's just uh, all euphoria. There's just all kinds well, of stuff. Well, when we first started being friends, like, it was during prom projector night season. So, that's how we hung out was we would watch movies. Yep. And just a bunch of different... <laughs> Horror movies and older movies, yeah. and you know, you'd never seen Reservoir Dogs, and we watched that yeah. th- for the first time together. Great movie! So, that's all we did, like, for the first part of I mean, we still watch movies all the time <laughs> together, obviously, but I feel like we watched them a lot, yeah, more even at the start. I you was know? thinking about it, we have not had a projector not this summer yet, dude. Well, I know you and Amanda did, but I was on what, what, not on vacation, I think, or something, yeah, you were on vacation, yeah. No, so. you and Rick had your date night, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It, but it was needed because mm-hmm. y'all been trying on for weeks but yeah that's a yeah. De- that's a solid we we digressed we uh yeah, sorry that's okay that's a solid recommend from us for a shot in the dark broaden your horizons and give it a chance yes uh, it's definitely worth the watch what but, i'm trying and also eat what i was saying earlier you know horror is my favorite but even i enjoyed this even if you don't really think that you'll eh, that's not really for me watch it you'll enjoy it yeah. i'm telling you you really you need to give this movie a chance it's a hidden gem yes most it's, definitely it's one of those once you watch you'll be like oh that was great yeah yeah you know? It was uh, uh, maybe what I'm trying to say. It was refreshing. Yeah, it, I don't know. Yeah, there was just something about it. Just the, it being older, and you know, just the 
you know, just thinking about people back in the day going and seeing that movie and how they probably thought it was so hilarious, yeah. you know, and it was ahead like of its time super then. Super bad and, or something for yeah. us now. <laughs> yeah. Like Apple Express. Right. And yeah, so. I do have a little bit of trivia for it real quick. So the synchronized the watches scene, the dialogue was improvised by Peter Sellers and Graham Stark, who played Hercule. Oh my God. And I was like, oh man, that's great. That is great. <laughs> so, and and. Another thing, for this not to be considered a horror movie per se, the body count was huge. Yeah. <laughs> there was 14 humans killed. Yes. Yep. Four killed in the Ballon Mansion, four by Dreyfus uh, during Clouseau and Maria's day, and six killed at the end of the movie by the bomb Dreyfus put in Clouseau's car. And yep. one crow, because he oh, also yeah. got arrested for not having a hunting license, and a crow shit on his hat, so he <laughs> shot it. And uh, yeah, he didn't have a hunting license, so he went to oh, jail. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, 14 humans and a crow. So, th- th- I mean, a high body count for a yes, non-horror movie that, and no gore. Yeah. You know, I think that's, I think that's interesting. Yeah, that is cool. Um, the role of Maria Gambrelli was originally given to Sophia Loren, but she became ill and couldn't do it. The next choice was Austrian actress Romy Schneider, but she had a prior commitment. That's, that would have been crazy to see. I feel like Sophia Loren would have been too much for who this is movie. That? You'll have to. She's just like an older movie star who was beautiful and very well known. I can't think of any off movies oh, she okay. was in off the top of my head, but once you'd see her, I think you'd recognize her. Oh, okay. But so I think, but I think she would have been too big for this movie. Like she kind of would have overshadowed yeah. everything else. And I think it worked out having Elkie Summers as um, Maria Gambrelli because she was really great. Yeah. She played the good, innocent slash sexy role, you know. Yeah. Um, I and, really liked her. Yeah, I did too. This was actually based on a play and by the same name, Shot in the Dark. And it opened at the Booth Theater on October 18th, 1961 and ran for 389 performances, closing on September 22nd, 62. The original cast included Walter Matthau, Julie Harris, William Shatner. Oh, my God. And Gene Sachs. Cool. Which is crazy. Yes. So, another thing that I grew up with because of my dad was the Pink Panther cartoon. Now, I'll have to... Remind me. I will watch some on YouTube. Yeah. Um, but that's something that he grew up with. So, he... he I get that from him, I guess, you know, because he's like me. If he likes something a lot, he wants everybody to watch it. Yeah. Like, you got to watch this, you know. Yeah. So, and because I was his kid, he's and he could reminisce on the cartoons he used to watch. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, you've got to watch this. And I ended up, you know, really loving them. And they're still funny now. I've shown Marley them, and she likes some of them. But yeah. I think they're a little too old for her cartoon-wise. Oh, yeah. But, um... So, the Pink Panther got his own cartoon from the Pink Panther, the first movie in this series from yeah. 1963, the year prior. Mm, okay. Um, from the title sequence. So, they did a title sequence in it like they did in this. Okay. And that's what got them, what got the Pink Panther his own cartoon series. Okay, cool. So, while this film got the Inspector his own cartoon series. Yeah. Because there's also a cartoon called Inspector Clouseau. And then they also, I've told you, did Ant, the Ant and the Aardvark. I think yeah. it was part of the same little family. But those two are the most well-known. But because of this title sequence that you like. So, yeah. Because it's funny. <laughs> yes, And it was I was great. telling her, I was like, well, there's a cartoon series that's hilarious. Um, and then uh, Henry Mancini also was the theme in this film, um, becoming the theme track for this cartoon, too. For the cartoons. Okay. That is so, so cool. Yeah. 
Very, very interesting. Yeah, a Shot in the Dark, 1964. It's on Go TV. watch it. It's Go great. Watch it. Yep. You'll be surprised. I'm telling you. All right. Let's talk about what's fresh on our slab real quick. Fresh on the slab. Anna, what have you been watching lately? <laughs> Not a damn thing. No, I did. I watched Under the Skin, remember? Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, wasn't a fan. I'm sorry. Um, she messaged me and was like, dude, yeah. me and Tia watched Under the Skin. We did not like it. And I was yeah. like, oh, damn. Yeah, Tia is one of our friends. Um, I, I met her through work, and uh, we've kind of welcomed her into our little uh, friend group, mm-hmm. and we love her We're very trying much. To get her to We're trying on. to get her to come on. But she's too shy. Yeah, but no, she's going to come on sometime. We're going <laughs> to get her on here hopefully but she came over anna was gone um anna went on a trip last week and had a blast i went to dc Um, yeah and so i was lonely (laughs) and rick was gone too that's my boyfriend and we lived together he was gone too for work and so i was like well you know i want to have somebody over and do something so tia came over And out of all the movies I could pick, (laughs) I was like, let's watch Under the Skin. Because I thought... I thought that would be something she would like because of what I've heard about it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Scarlett Johansson. Like, I A24, was thinking, like yeah, early A24, A24. Yeah. But I was like, an A24, like everything I've watched of theirs, I've liked. I'm pretty sure. And it's really well praised on the, like the history of horror and stuff. Yeah. Like the clips I've seen. So, I watched this. <laughs> I just did not like it. It, there was no gore. Um, I'm, I don't want to... Huh? Spoiler free. Yeah, sorry. That's I won't, okay. Yeah, I won't... I'm not going to go into anything, but it felt like the scenes didn't flow together. I felt like I was watching one scene, and then it cut, and then it would go to something else. And I feel like the it that scene had nothing to do with the... And, like, I know that works for some movies. I know Tarantino can do that, and it works great, but... This non-linear storytelling. Yeah, it just. Well, no, it wasn't even that. It was linear, but it was like, yeah, I I don't want to give. I mean, everybody knows pretty much what it's it's about an alien, and she wears human skin. Yeah, and she's seducing men for some reason. I won't give away the reason, but the reason was stupid, and it wasn't wasn't gory. Um, and then there's like scenes and, and you just don't understand. <laughs> like, um, there's like one scene of a family and they're, you know, uh, something happens and there's a baby just left on a beach and she just leaves the baby there. Aww. Like, and, and, uh, yeah. And then there's no, so, and also, um, there's supposed to be like there's supposed to be something going on with this alien she starts changing Mm. and she don't want to she doesn't want to do what she's been doing Mm. and but there's no development into it like like the assassin who can't follow through with her target kind of thing yeah you don't understand and you don't understand why she's changed her mind Mm. of why she wants to there's no like defining moment that makes you that makes her Unless it was that scene I was talking about, but then she left the... Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't. I want Anna to watch it. Yeah, I so I'm thinking it. about maybe picking it for an episode at some point. I'm not doing it for my no. I want to pick something good. For my yeah, next, I want something good for my next pick. Um, which Anna, my, I mean, I just don't even think you'll like it. Well, I'll uh, watch it. We'll talk about it on our next. Yeah, uh, I don't. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> cinema, I'm getting too our, into it because I just hated on, it on like, our next uh, fresh on the slab. When I hate something, I can just tear it apart oh, like no, but anyways yeah like bodies. they've heard our rants on halloween ends yeah and you want another one i'll give you bodies 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 i <laughs> oh, hate Lord. that shit Me i too. hate that it oh, was awful God, I hate that maybe i'm worried that but okay i think that's really all um I've been watching a lot of uh, FNAF stuff because we've all been getting into yeah, it. Me, me and um, We've all been playing it, and uh, I'll let Anna talk about it if she she's been playing it more than me. But we downloaded both of the the same games, mm-hmm. and I'm stuck on Sister Location, <laughs> but <laughs> she's already got through Security Breach. But yeah, so been watching a lot of videos of FNAF, and I think that's pretty much it. I don't think I've watched. Um, I don't think I've watched any documentaries lately or anything. So, yeah. but yeah, under the skin and wasn't impressed. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I, uh, while I was on vacation, we saw Barbie, the movie. Oh, yeah. And it was really great. Highly recommend. Yes, it's a feminist movie, but it doesn't shit on men. So just take that and run with it, you know. Yeah. And it's it's enjoyable for especially for girls who grew up with Barbies like I did. I know you did. Yeah. And even if you're a guy growing up that's around our age range that you know had girls growing up with Barbies or sisters, like you'll remember it's very nostalgic in that way. Yeah. And there's a lot for you know the younger kids to enjoy too it's very colorful and big like i could see it being like a stage production in a yeah. certain in certain parts um but yeah definitely highly recommend it haven't seen oppenheimer yet but we need to yeah we're really i haven't seen barbie yet but um we're hoping to soon but yeah and oppenheimer yep and uh, i watched that movie bug last night i think it was from 2007 i could be wrong but it's got ashley judd michael shannon and i think harry connick jr it's a really small cast but a cut above reviewed it and hyderberg had messaged me asking if i'd seen it and i looked it up and i was like oh i remember seeing that i feel like even in blockbuster when they were still around so i feel like it's that old and i'm like i remember this poster and i also i went through an ashley judd phase too because there's a movie she's in with tommy lee jones called double jeopardy have you ever seen it Uh, i might pick i was thinking of that too i might pick that for one of mine mm. it's a really good action girl power kind of movie especially for that time period it's a good story I feel like I've seen this too, like at, so, block, at Blockbuster. Yeah, it, they. To make a long story short, non-spoiler free. I mean, it'll tell you that in the. Or I mean, spoiler free. It'll tell you that in the description. Um, it's basically about this couple who gets overrun with this bug infestation, and mm-hmm. but there's more to it than that. And I mean, it was okay. It, it, I I was giving it the benefit of the doubt. Like, it started off good, and I was like, okay, I'm intrigued, you know. That's yeah. about when I text you saying I'm finishing it. It's pretty good so far. Yeah. But then where it ended up going, I was like, what? <laughs> like, really? I mean, I would watch it again just to see your reaction, but I don't think I would oh, watch God. it again on my own. So, will I like it or no? I think you would have the same thoughts I did. Like, what? Yeah. Like, really? 
We're pretty I, much the same person. <laughs> yeah. When it comes to except, I mean, you except might. for watching. <laughs> Except for Watcher, I That know. needs to be a meme for Cinema I know. Somebody make us a meme. Yeah. <laughs> like Charlie and Nate. What was their thing? The Striker Rule? Or was oh, it Striper stri- Rules. Stripper, I keep saying Striker. <laughs> Striper Rules. Oh, yeah. Anyways. Yeah, they're, they're funny with their uh, face insertions yeah. into, picture, into the <laughs> yeah. movie posters and Yeah, stuff. I liked one the other day on Facebook. They crack me up. Me too. Oh, oh my gosh. Uh, I think... I think that's about all I've watched. Uh, I watched this movie called Yes Day. I think I told you about it with Jennifer Garner, yeah. Edgar Ramirez, yeah. uh, uh, Jenna Ortega too. Ooh. And I think it came out in 2018 or so. But it's about Ooh. this family and the mom used to be really fun before she had kids. But then she had kids and now she's overprotective. And so in order to win her kids over again, they do a yes day to where they have to say yes to everything and chaos ensues. Yeah. It's a cute family fun movie. If you're, you know, wanting something to watch, you know, with kids or family that aren't too keen on (laughs) adult stuff with their kids. Yeah. Something I did, something else I watched, um, me and Hunter found the old Scooby-Doo movies on Tubi. Oh, yeah, I love those. And it's like the ones with Don Knotts and the, yes. Rank, and the Harlem Globetrotters. Yes, the Harlem Globetrotters are our favorite, dude. And we were having such a good time watching those. And then the Batman and Robin ones were some yeah. of my favorite because I was obsessed with Batman and Robin when I was a kid. The Adam West one. Like, I loved that Batman series mm-hmm. and the movie. I remember my dad getting me that on VHS when I was a kid. Oh, I was just like... <laughs> I was ecstatic, dude. I was in love with Adam West and, uh, oh, who played Robin? I can't remember his name, but I thought they were sexy. So, <laughs> when I was a kid, they were like my crushes. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so Adam funny. West. Oh, having a crush on Adam West. I know. So, hey. I think he's the mayor and family guy. Yes. Isn't that crazy? Look where he wound up. I know. Oh, my gosh. But, um, yeah, so we were, we enjoyed going, you know, watching those. It was nice nostalgia. Oh, I'm still watching The X-Files. Oh, yeah. I'm into season two. Um, I kind of taking a break from it because I've been, like, falling asleep watching MASH <laughs> recently. Yeah. I had it on over here the other day when we were, before we started yeah. watching A Shot in the Dark while she was cooking, I just put something on. I was like, man, I'm going to watch MASH. Yeah. Because I like the, the first three seasons are the best when Trapper's still in it and Henry's still in it and it's the original cast. Yeah. Then after season three, it kind of, I mean, they're still funny, but it's not the same. Yeah. And I feel like I just like the first three seasons the best, but that, some of them crack me. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. That that just that music at the beginning when you started it. playing it, it just rang a nostalgia bell for me because my dad, me and you know, me and my dad, um, when he was in my life when I was uh, younger, he uh, we would that was something he would put on and we would watch it. Yeah, that's something mom and dad always watch. Dad will still watch it today. You know, yeah, if it's on. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. It still holds up today. It does. It's so funny. It's just a comfort show to have on, to fall asleep to, or to have on in the background. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think that's about all, all I've watched. Well, I think that covers it for episode 22 of Woo-hoo! Cinema Slab. Doo-doo! Uh, next week will be Hannah's Doo-doo. pick. We haven't decided what it's going to be yet, or she hasn't decided, I should say. No. But. Not yet. Uh, yeah, we are on all your favorite podcatchers, Apple, Google, Spotify, and you can find us on Instagram at Cinema Slab Podcast. And yeah, we'll be back next week for episode 23. But signing off, uh, 
I don't know. My mind just went blank. <laughs> okay. Um, and signing off for episode 22, I'm your scream queen. I'm, <laughs> I'm your gore gal. <laughs> and we will see you guys next week. What, what is that you said? Nothing, monsieur. Mm. All right. You can go now. I think we know the rest of the story. It's about time